BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association voted the Todd Glass Show number one. So welcome to the show. Here we go, loop-de-loo. Here we go, loop-de-loo. Here we go, loop-de-loo. And then we go, loop-de-la. Then we go loop-de-loo, and then we go loop-de-la. La-la-la, 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 la-la-la. Oh. And that ended up being the opening of the Todd Glass Show. Boy, though he had fun. Aaron ran in the other room because he didn't want to cough. He forgot that it's a podcast and we can do whatever we fucking want. Now he's choking while moving further away from the recorder, as we call it in the old days. What do you think of that for an opening? Let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Do you think we left that in or we ended up editing it out? We ended up leaving it in. You were right. How did you know? You're so smart. Yeah, I like this new character. John Gray Wagner told me that I should do the whole show in this voice. He said it's more charismatic. Um, all right, this is going to be a short opening. Um, what are you looking at your watch for? It's not short already. It's too long. Uh, this is Eddie Pepitone, so I don't need to say much. Uh, it's just... It was great. It was... It was fucking amazing eddie pepitone holy shit so you know that's it for now um yeah i am gonna say this to some of the dates that i'm coming your way real quick i don't have to go into depth but um i'm doing which i love the acme comedy club the 17th through the 21st of september boom and then i will be at the comedy addict in bloomington indiana the 10th through the 12th maybe the 13th if it's necessary comedy addict one of the best clubs on the fucking planet Charlie Goodnights, I'm doing their new room. It's all the way upstairs in the third floor. I'm going to make it my own. I cannot wait. We're going to do it's, It only holds 100 people. We're going to do like six shows. So that's Charlie Goodnights, the first and second and third of November. 
And then I'll be, same thing, I'm going to do the 100-seat room or 75-seat room, I don't know what it is, and the same thing, I have to do about six shows, six, seven shows there, and that's Indianapolis Helium, and I'll be doing the 15th, 16th, and 17th, right? I think, something like that, maybe I'm a day or two off, but that's the gist of it, okay? And I'm coming back to Philadelphia, January. Look it up. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, that's it. That's the opening to the show. Um, just, just, just give it your all, like hundred percent. I know James Adomian was last week, and I was like, "Oh, it's a great show," and it was. But you know what? It wasn't so great. Now that Eddie's here, we were all like, "Yeah, it seems so great." But then when Eddie came, we were like, "Oh, it must not be so good, Eddie." Oh, you know, yeah. Eddie, Eddie's Eddie. Oh yeah, James, James. Eddie, Eddie, James, oh, hey, but but no fairness, James Adomian, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's really good even, but Eddie Pepitone, wow, that's like, that's like comedy punched into you, that's like if you like comedy, okay, um, there you go, uh, and I'm going to tell you something else. What I say about if you're somebody that wants to fancy yourself that you would like to produce something and bring it through a city, really seriously think about doing it with Eddie. Because I have some very clear ideas, and I talk about them in today's show. Sending him on a little tour. Even if it's at comedy clubs. That's easier. That's easy. Pick cool comedy clubs. Maybe you have a little more press. Maybe you hire a PR person. That's where your producing would come in. You take them, you put them at some cool clubs, but you hire a PR person, that costs a little money, you get some articles written in some cool cities, you reach out to like, well, I'm telling you, I got ideas. That's it. All right, other than that, thank you, you're great, you're kind, you're special, you're funny, you're warm, you're generous. Anybody else have anything? You're funny. You're funny. You're fun to be around. You're interesting. You're interesting. You want to... You do got a good hairdo. Check out the do. What a do, right? Uh, look at that that's do. One do. That's one do, that's baby. Look at do. Hey, look at the do. Everybody. Everybody, look at the do. Whoa, oh, yeah, that's hell, a do.
Hello. Eddie Pepitone is here, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Put the headphones on. Let me explain something to you. What a nice... Tim is sitting in. Tim Lillis is on keyboards tonight. Right. Vinny Descal is on drums and slide Vinny, whistle. Tim. Vinny, Tim, Aristotle, and John Aaron. Bram Wagner. I mean, it's it, it, a lot of people wanted to be here. I'm not kidding you. When Eddie's here, people, can I sit in on the show? I told everyone, no, if you can't come anywhere, you don't wait till your favorite guest is here, then I'm not letting anybody in. Like, ten people wanted to come. I told them to go fuck themselves. No, because they don't come regularly. Regularly. Right. Who's your guest? Oh, they go, it's Eddie. They all want to come. Right? Uh-huh. Saying, like, James Adomian is like that, you know? Yes. Um, People all want to. So, um, our guest, well, you know who it is. It's a beautiful day. I love it. In this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? I love it. Would you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a few. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day Since we're together, we might as well say My neighbor, my neighbor, won't you please, won't you please, won't you be my neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor. Hey you, you wanna be my neighbor? Yeah you, Chippy. I'll be your neighbor. Oh good. Hey, you wanna be my neighbor? No, I can't. Oh. But if you could be my neighbor, that would be swell. Well, that's mine. I love it. It brings oh. a fucking huge smile to my face. Can I tell you something right off the bat? I don't bat? remember doing that. That was a while ago. Well, you were fucked up that night, Eddie. Remember, <laughs> we used to get fucked up. Oh, Let's I say was... fucked up a lot, like we like <laughs> saying. Remember, we used to get fucked yes. up? I used to love... Oh, man, you remember when we got, we got fucked up? Oh, you talk about when we were in Tampa Bay. We took the, the owner let us stay in his condo. We fucked... Eddie fucking tried. He took a shit on the oven. <laughs> oh, we had fun. Oh, man, we got so fucked up. I got fucked I up, man. I remember when the fucking woman, that woman who owned the place, she comes in and I'm crawling on oh, my no, hands on and fucking and, knees. And fucking knees. And I had urinated on oh, myself. The, 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 the piss, he pissed all over himself. <laughs> I never laughed so hard my entire I life. I pissed all over myself, and that's when it's I said, fun. "That's when I said I got fucked up. Oh, fucked up good. You got fucked up good. Oh, do we get fucked up? <laughs> oh my god! And then we threw that rock through the bed. Through the window. bed, hit the baby in the head. We, ah! we got so fucked up. We got fucked up, man. Please welcome Eddie Capitol to the Star Show. Now, Eddie, 
I want to say something. Yeah, slow I'm, down. You know, I have a safe word. It's not a safe word, but like, Do you to have tell a safe you, word? well, we say to, t- to George Carlin on the show, it just means I'm being honest. Oh, okay. Because then people know they're not in a bit, and it's useful right. to have in all the chaos. Like, I'm going to have, I'm going to, because of to George Carlin, you're going to believe me in one second, because I'll never break it. To George Carlin, right. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Now, look, it's a little crazy. When you're in front of me, I, I get embarrassed to say it. But to George Carlin, how I think, like, I'm, I want, like, I told Helium, I'm saying it on my podcast now because I want them to do it. And I want people that, <laughs> I want to tell, here's my idea. Can I tell you my idea for you? Yeah. It's going to make you very uncomfortable. Is it? I think so because it's, it's well, because it's a huge compliment. Yeah, those always make me. I let know, me take but a can't pill. you just let fucking me take look a the pill. other way? Let me take a pill first. Can, seriously, <laughs> thank you for the. <laughs> but I said to no, yeah. no. But you can do what you did with the pill. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. But to George Carlin, I really want to say this. I'll tell you yeah. why. Uh, to George Carlin, I'm saying this because I like. I think it would work, and like maybe someone on your team hears it. Maybe there's someone that goes, you know what? We never thought about that. I would invest. It's so it's so simple. Here's. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. Okay. Should I lower the lights in here so you don't really you Ooh. feel safer? Yeah, that's good. I you want me to blow the candle out? No, no, I feel safe. Okay. Okay. Can I get like a little? Uh, I, I I don't know. Just something in the background. So much buildup. Okay. But look, this is going to make you uncomfortable. Either I'm crazy or I'm right. Okay. So now I'm afraid to tell it because I'm self-conscious, obviously. Right. But I told. A little down. I told Mark Grossman even, I said, you got to bring Eddie in. Right. Eddie will do fucking great at your club. Because I think it's an experience, what you do. It's more, it's stand-up comedy because it delivers fucking laugh after laugh. That's right. People want that out of stand-up. Even if it has, it could be deep and it could be silly and it can right. be so fucking dark. But it is yeah. nice to get a lot of laughs. So that's what you get. You get that. But then 80 other fucking things on top of it. It's a fucking experience. And here's how simple it is. No, I wouldn't send you to shitty clubs. But all the great clubs, you could do better than okay. You would annihilate if you're brought in the right way. And this is what I told Mark to do. Yeah. Make sure he has the right opening act. Is it right. worth to do this for anybody? No. You end up getting Eddie Pepitone and your audience gets to experience something that it's fucking amazing. So, so here's all it takes. And none of it includes money. But here's what I would say. Yeah. Have the right act before him. I want to know the act. I almost want to get involved. I'm like, no, no. I told him, I want to know the act. So let's say in Philadelphia, go with somebody like a Chip Chantry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a right act. No crowd work at all. Zero interaction. A nice, tight, great 12, 15-minute set to set the, and the right music playing as they're coming in. Playbills on every table. Playbills. Like, I D- love it. DC does it anyway. So it's oh, not yeah, that big yeah. of a deal. They yeah. fold it up. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, everything I'm about to say doesn't mean anything unless you do all the previous. Number one, you're at good clubs. We're not talking about shitty clubs. No. We're talking about... Is that if if you do all that, the right music is they're being sat, the right act that goes on first and does 10 minutes, 15 of just guaranteed every night goes out there. And then here's how I would introduce you. And I think, look, if you don't do all the other stuff, fuck this intro. But with all the other stuff and then this, and then you can, we'll go on to my show. Mm -hmm. Here's the way I'd introduce you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Chip Chantry ends his set. I go, hey, folks, uh, you know, I know it's weird. It's very weird with you sitting in front of me, but I'm going to look the other way. Okay. (laughs) Hey, folks. Um. Well, you, you've been a great crowd, and uh, you know, let me say something. Tonight is just this is an experience. You know, it's stand-up comedy, but it's just it's, I'm re- you're really glad you're here. You know, a, a while back, blah blah blah, guy did a documentary on Eddie, and all the comedians always loved him. But when he did the documentary, it introduced him to another world, and and uh, and then he got two Netflix special after it. It's just you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But this is a cool night to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Eddie Pepitone, and then the band comes in. You know, they play you out. 
and and you walk out and you do exactly what you fucking do. That's why I think I'm it's producing you, but only in yeah. a very mild way. But I think if it's delivered to the audience in that way, I want I want to see it happen. Like I want you at the Vermont Comedy Club. Helium's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're you know, good. And you'll do you'll do great there. Everything I said made sense, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Yeah. I you better. Know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yes. I mean, well, let's see. Let's see if it happens. It would be great. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm really, you know why? Because it's an e- sometimes to push someone to do something, you know it's not in bad. You just don't want to push it when it's not for the right person. That's what you're afraid of. But uh, when, even yeah. when you're recommending someone, I've recommended people to work at places where I know, like, they're going to thank me. So you're going to go, you're going to, so that's why I think it's not a favor to you. Fuck, it's a business. It's a goddamn business. Uh, I'm saying you'd be good for business. Yeah. Yeah, it just 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 bring them in right, and fucking do that and Acme. Like, wh- mm-hmm. do you go to Acme? Uh, I went to Acme one year, and Lewis, who runs Acme, said, "Yeah, whenever you want to come back," and he hasn't brought me back since. Well, let me tell you, he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, know what, you know what I was saying? Maybe a yeah. listener, like Steve loved you so much. Maybe there's a listener that goes, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe I'll invest some money. I'll do this really cool tour with Eddie. And I have a little bit of money. Let me tell you something. If you do it right, you're going to make your money back. On the right little tour, yeah. right, you hire, yeah, you got a little bit of money. Hey, you listening to the show right now? Steve Finearts did it. Where the fuck are you? Oh, I love Eddie so much. Well, then fucking invest in him and do a little tour with him, and I'll put a little money in. Invest in me. And and put it in my PayPal account, yeah. and I'll uh, first I'll do some, you know, I'll take some of the money for other things, <laughs> and then we'll go we on should, tour because we have to get you in a good mood and put yeah. the, all the money in there. Let Investing you... in me means not only in the tour, but it means in my well being. Thank you. Flowers in my house. And let me explain it this way: if you New go out on tour, paper. thank you. If you go out on tour and you're in debt, are you going to perform at your best? No. No. So part of putting you out on the road to be at your best means, yeah, we clear your debt. And some Clear people go, my oh, debt. That, that people go, oh, that's a little much. Oh, really? it's a little much. So you know everything about performing. You don't understand if you turn to a performer that you're about to invest in and you said, listen, I want you to go on the road with debt on your mind. We got your debt. Not a good idea. No. No, of course. You have to get me clear of yeah. my worries. Not right. only take care of my debt, but also approach my father and tell him I'm sorry for what happened. <laughs> like, things like that. You know what I mean? Things like that. Also... You know, go to other people that I have wronged and say, Eddie, here's some money from Eddie. Right, because clearly. I don't want anything on my mind when I tour. Right, how good would you feel if you went, Eddie, I went to your blah, blah, blah. And we did not only did we Uh do that, we gave him a $5,000. We gave him a $5,000. Also, I need implants. I need dental implants. Go to my dentist, Dr. Pivo. Terrific guy. And and say, here's $20,000. Let Eddie do what he needs. Let Eddie get the implants. Go to my LASIK surgeon. Let's do this. Let's start a campaign. Let's get Eddie fixed up. And I'm not talking about a GoFundMe. I don't want to. No, fuck that. That's it. That's it. That's it. Eddie's not a charity. Let me tell you something. I'm not a charity. No, no. It's a little different. You give me the money because you have it. Yes. And... And then we get you to a great position, and then we send you out on the road. And it's then also you send me out on the it's, road. if Steve Finearts, I'm so fucking tired of his shit. If he's so into you, uh-huh. this is what he should document. 
Someone does this, we get you again. ready. Whatever I think it is, to get whoever it is, we get you yeah. ready to do a little tour. Mm -hmm. That means, yeah, getting rid of some of your debt. That's part of this thing. Getting rid of some of my uh, debt. Also, whatever Going you need, hiking you, you need dental me. work, you need dental work, boom, we get it done. We right. have a stylist come in. Yeah, there's some shit you're going to wear on the tour. I would love and that. And we get you ready, and then when, when and then that's your chance to say, I want to do it with you. We need to prove to you that we're right for you to go, you know what? I feel like these guys, it's a business, but I really feel like they truly wanted to clear my head. They got rid of my debt. This is you talking behind the, the you know, the back right. of everybody. Right, right, And they, right. I'll tell you the truth, I did. I performed better when I don't have debt. They were smart for that. Yes. And then you do, and then we put you on a tour. Oh, we would do, we, we do well. You know, also, I would like a shit. I would like a tandem bike. Yes, and, get and him I a fucking thinking, tandem bike. I want a tandem. What do you think about this for a podcast? I'm on a tandem bike with another comic. I'm not sure who. Maybe you. And we just ride around talking about how America's crumbling <laughs> on the bike in top hats and shit. And we're talking about the rise of all the hate groups. And the fact that half the country's in poverty, like desperate poverty. On, on, on double bikes. On a tandem bike. It's called a tandem. Double bike, that's, that's a word used by the lumpen proletariat. But. We love you, Eddie Pepitone. Oh, yes, we do. Invest, invest in me. Invest in me. All I want is 250 grand up front and then a nice introduction at a club. <laughs> and Chip Gantry opening for me. Chip Chantry. Chantry uh, Gantry. Yeah. You know who else would do well? Well, who I don't else? want to start who listing people. <laughs> but uh, because already the other two are mad. I know it. You know who's steaming right now? Are people Doogie, mad? Doogie Horner. I did a great job on for Saturday for him. Um... <laughs> But uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm look. I said to George Carlin, that doesn't mean I'm right. It just means I meant it. Yeah. I, I want. I thought about it. I go, why don't I just tell him that when we're hanging out in the kitchen before the show? I go because I want the listening audience to hear it. Because let me tell you something. If I ha and and that's why I said not, not. I hope now I'm high and I'm overthinking it. That like you're <laughs> a charity. No, I'm saying I think I could. I would love to see a tour and get to see people see you in the right atmosphere. That would be enjoyable for me. If I had yeah. to take four months and literally go around and just make sure every venue, and if I had the type of money to do, I would, yeah, because I get joy every night putting you in the perfect atmosphere and then watching the audience fucking love it. Right. Yeah, that's How fun for me. How could I make that happen? I'm, I think we can. What I just said is very doable. I'll tell you what we do. Mm. We, we started at least no, in Philadelphia or Portland. I'll tell you exactly what we do. You don't have a lot of time either. I so do, too. Here's how you make okay. it happen. You ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Realistic. I always say, come on, what can you do? You can always go, you know what? Don't, and the day comes, I always say. Don't offer something up you don't want to do. Right. If I bring it to, if I push Mark, you know, if I go, Mark, come on. Because yeah. they just get busy. It's not personal. Yeah. And we have it happen in Philly or, Hel or Helium in Philly, or yeah. we do it in Portland. <clears throat> Those are the two clubs I recommend doing it. And we do exactly what I just said, which what is a lot. What about Buffalo? I hear that's a good club, too. Buffalo, look, oh, the worst Helium is amazing, you know, because right. it's a great right. chain. But right. I wouldn't recommend it there. Okay. I would go with Philadelphia, Portland. I'm, I don't know. I'm the, I don't have them all in my memory right now. But uh, or but any club, right. you know, if they don't want to do it, you know, some. And exactly what I said. That's not that big of a deal. It's control the music, the opening act. Do it exactly the way we did it. Yeah, it's going to go well. Cap it's going to go well. No, no. In in Austin. <laughs> yeah, no. Too big and cavernous. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, yeah. no, it's not no. even on the fence. I don't even think people that have an. <clears throat> I've heard good things about Cap City. Well, you do because there there's a lot of good about it. But I think even the people that. 
would go, I love Cap City, they would still be able to go, no, yeah, it is a cavernous room. It's just good What about in spite that club in Madison? Madison was comedy on state is a great club. Oh, yeah. <coughs> mm-hmm. Or or where else could one? What about theaters? No. Listen. Theaters? I'm too busy. No. <laughs> um, Boy, you I, turn I on still, a dime. No. Sometimes. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I still like, you know why I like good comedy clubs? Good yeah. ones. Because yeah. le- look, there's bad theaters too. But so if I'm going to talk about defending clubs, of course, just the good ones. The right. good comedy clubs. I don't mind people getting a drink during a show. If it can be yeah, done no, brilliantly, me neither. Me neither. and if they have cutoffs, and, and all the great clubs, they're not sending out full-fledged dinners during the show. That's some of the, they might be aesthetically gorgeous rooms, but they're not the rooms with the soul. When you're at Williams, right. you know, they're not sending out prime rib. Most of the food they can get out looking attractive and quick, and they understand that the show is what's most important. But they do make money on food and drinks, and I don't mind if right. someone's starved that... They can eat. I like no food in the first row, but other than that... Wouldn't it be funny if there was a club that had a five-star menu, and it, and when they were bringing the plates, the waiter would yell up to the comic, Hey, shut it down now! <laughs> <laughs> like, and you would have to shut it down because the food, the food would be the was, real show? Hey, by the way, that's some... You know what? I probably said it at another time. That's a that's some chain that I know of. That's some chain that I know of. That the food they don't get it. That the you know, there's an old line from a comedian manager that ran a club in uh, on Houston, Texas. W- yeah, we get it. I do get it. If I don't say this, then I won't have the ear of someone that think I know about comedy clubs. I get it. A lot of times they can't exist without the food and the drinks. And thank God for a lot of times during my career that the food and drinks were a part of it. They have to attend to it, especially when you're not a draw. You're just hoping that the food and drinks, they can give out a ticket and uh, whatever. I get it. I get it. But that doesn't mean you can't do it both. And a club owner in Houston said, yes, that's true. We do have to sell drinks and food. I get it. But he goes, I never drove a hamburger to radio. And that was a smart club owner that goes, it's still about the show. Oh, I see. That I says see. everything. That's I a never club owner that gets it. never drove a hamburger to, a, yeah, to the, the radio. They're still coming for the show. Be lucky. That what be- would a hamburger say? On the ra- in morning radio. Hey, we have the hamburger here who's going to be. Uh, we have the hamburger uh, here who's going to be performing at the Helium fuck Comedy. Fuck me! <laughs> fuck me! Okay, so you're down at Helium. You're being served. You, they serve you at Helium. Fuck me! I don't okay, know so, why the hamburger's in so much pain. Well, because you know why. Yes, you do. Because you know, not to get dark when we don't have to. Because hamburger is in pain. They're called cows. Right. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm vegan, so... You First I was afraid, I was petrified. I kept thinking, how could I ever live without you by my side? I was ripped out of a cow, now I'm a burger. And now Eddie Pepitone's my guest. All right, enough with that. Back to you. Yeah. Um, I love the scoring all night long. John... If you have anything, Beautiful. we have some good scoring later. I said score the fuck out of Eddie tonight. <laughs> but first, we're going to do something. Are you happy? I'm happy. You're comfortable? Thanks for being an advocate for me. Um, we're trying to sell the special, me and Fine Arts, I know. right now. And I, and I just, Netflix already passed. Can I tell you, look, for a guy who should just be happy, I, I, you know I had this thought. To George Carlin, I had this thought. Uh-huh. I don't, to George Carlin... I could be off. Maybe if I heard their version. And from a guy who wants to sell a Netflix special, maybe in two years, some people would say, shut the fuck up. And that I just sold one. But I will say this. I don't think what I'm saying, even if they heard it, they would be, it would be like, whoa, it doesn't come off. uh, 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 So here's what it is. I get, 
I do get that they can't put everything. Look, this comes back to a compliment to you, but I get that they can't have everything you think's funny. You got to offer. They're in. They're in a business, and they give a lot right. of creative people a voice. They do, and 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 yeah. and, and, and and it's true, and and and. Uh, so I get it with stand-up how you can have people they give specials to that you don't like. Look, it's okay, but I would hope, no, defending them in that way, just because this person has a special and some people go, I can't believe they gave them a special. Right. Well, they have an audience. It's not us, but they have an audience. And Netflix, you know, they don't have to love everything. They have a right to offer up stand-up comedians at all levels of, of what I think's funny, of what, what maybe some people think's funny that I don't. That is what they're in the business to do. I get that and I defend it. I just wish... That I could add to that, but they also know you you have to want to show Eddie Pettibetone to the to to the audience. See, that if you're if you have to say that this is our loves, we do all the other stuff. I don't I don't I shouldn't. Right, have that's why that I we, don't give them a pass. You, and by the way, that's they, why I don't give them a pass. You they, Amer look, this sounds so fucking cheesy, but people need to fucking know who you are. And anybody who knows anything about comedy. And it's weird. I know you're sitting in front of me and compliments are hard to take. I just wished in there someone they're like, no, when you see a guy like Eddie Pepitone, yeah, we'll do. He's not going to, in the big scheme, I want our audience to see that because that's fucking art. That's fucking art and comedy when they bang together. And yes, yeah. it's not just another stand-up comedy. It is fucking when when art and a, and a one-man show that could usually be a snore fest if it's done bad, when you see a stand-up comedian, but it's got that level, but it's basically when art and fucking just good stand-up comedy just mm. merge. And if I was over there, I would believe I'd be like, of course, we have to... Do you think it's going to make you a million dollars? It doesn't matter, but you go, we need to show this. We need to go, we show this too. Exactly. So shut up. Exactly, yeah. But whatever. Bleep out the word. <laughs> I don't think what I said was bad. I think it's I. it yeah. comes from a guy who's sane and gets it's a business and gets that I don't have to love every. I just, I thought, at the end of it, I thought, at the end of that big rant, I said it the other day. I'm like, yeah. I just wish they were, there was someone over there going, no, you, this is the type of thing you, you know, you want people to see, you know? So I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> now listen, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna lock it away, <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a bunch of money. I'm gonna give you. Let me just let me be honest with me. Does eighteen hundred dollars sound? <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? Eighteen hundred. No, excuse me, Mister. Let me call my wife. Ding ding ding. Hold on, Karen. she's on the phone. Right oh, there. Oh, she's on the phone. Hello, baby. Oh, she's listening Glass. to music in the back. Hello, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love you, too. Move the mic away so it sounds like a real phone. Hey, baby. <laughs> it's me, Eddie. Pepito. Look. <laughs> she doesn't know it. Your wife doesn't. She doesn't baby, Glass is offering $1,800 for my special. What do you think? Take it. Why are you saying so fast? Take it. No, why are you? What, shouldn't we hold out for more? I... I know we have. I know we have tremendous debt. Look, baby. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I love you too. I love you too. I love you so much. Last night I wasn't at my best performing. No, I just, I just, my, you know, my, my erections, my erections are not happening lately because we're not selling, we're not selling a special. Look, 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 baby. Baby, no, I'm going to get a pill for the erection. I'm going to get a pill for the erections. Now I got glass right in front of me. He's offering 18. What are you guys doing? No, I just, we, we, I, look, baby, don't. You stop. fucking Steve Fine Arts. <laughs> stop talking about our sex life. Look, no, it's just that it keeps going down. It doesn't, it's soft. And it's not you, it's me. It's soft. 
It's soft because of the money not coming in. Look, baby, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do. I bought a warming liquid. We'll use the warming. It's a warming liquid. Yes, 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 yes. Look, I just want to say this. $1,800 is not a lot of dough. But right now, that's all we're, we're getting. And I don't know what Glass is going to do with with the... If, why don't we take the 1800 now and what? What? It's a warming liquid. <laughs> <laughs> that's all she cares about after all that time. All right, baby. I'll talk Bye. to you later. We'll take it. We'll take the 1800 You're going to love... Oh, after all that. <laughs> I just want to dance. We'll take the 18. Okay, I, you're going to love this. Are you feel welcomed and loved? Yes. Do you bring these on the road with Eddie you? When you perform. Hold on. Eddie Peppertone is here tonight on the Todd Glass Show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eddie Peppertone. All right. Do I bring what on the road with me? Do you have jingles you bring on the road? Oh, yeah. Well, lately, I know. You have to, like, like you, when, for your act, you actually have to do a thing with the sound guy, huh? Like, No, you know what? Thank God in most venues, and John goes a lot. He'll, John uh, will come with you? Whenever, when it can work, you know? And it's nice because you have someone that's done it a million times, so you can do it right. later. But anyway, that's not the point of the story. Uh, mm. Most of the time, I will have a keyboard and a drummer in most cities, or a... Or a or a iPad and a drummer, you know, and I have a, you know, oh, so, so, oh. so you I get do, them locally. I do. Or, or I've been there so many times where now I know musicians and I, it's fun right. to go back to like Philadelphia. No, oh, the drummer Shannon's going to sit in with the, so it's sometimes it's better than others, but you know what? It always, they always pull it off. Yeah. You know, and they, and they do enough for me to think it's worth it, you know, but anyway, yeah, you're going to love, I think you're going to love this segment. I don't know if we have a, a, a jingle for it, but it involves, do you have anything, not a jingle, but like, what could you play with like some dump, bum, 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 it's, can we get some reverb? Can we get him louder in the house? I like that keyboard. Keep going. I like it. How loud can we get? I want to take these off. Ladies and gentlemen, what? Oh, see how much better that sounds, right? Very the listening nice. audience is like, yeah, no wonder. Now it's like a show. It's not a. Before it was like, oh, they do a podcast. No, now we have a show. Ladies and gentlemen, I like it. I like the, I like repetition in the background. Can you go bump, 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 bump? Yeah, like you're vamping. You know, when the when the lead musician's up there and the band has to vamp because they're figuring things out. Do that as long as you can do it. As long as you can do it. Well, I don't know. To me, I, I don't know how long. I was being respectful. All right, folks, we're just figuring some things out. See? There's techies running all over oh, the stage. Oh, it's so great to be on Toddy Show. So great to be on Toddy Show. It's a warm atmosphere. 
out here on Elsmere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah, you. You want to sing a song together? Sure. All right, thank you. Uh, oh, what, or what do you, you want to sing? Thank you, Timothy. Timothy, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I went to see you. Um, um, never mind. <laughs> what happened there? Mandy, Mandy. I, I forgot Mandy's name and I got embarrassed. But And fuck, she can sing. It was crazy. And uh, where it was, was great. We, uh, they played at the Hard Rock on uh, like it was Sunday night or something. Was it Sunday? Hard Rock, where? Sunday on Hollywood Boulevard. There's a Hard Rock on Hollywood Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Is and, that new? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, probably. Is, well, no, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been up there in a while. Yeah, it looks Hollywood good. Hollywood and what? I got 5% off because I begged them to give it to me because I was a comedian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so um, we can do this first, and then we're going to play Ask Eddie a question. Everybody in the okay. room, we don't know what, you don't care what the question is. No, I don't But care. you have a right when we ask a question, and we're going to do a big intro with it, uh, to say no and pass. We, it's not a mean thing. Really? Yeah. You Even go, after a big buildup? Yeah, you can go, you can go right. uh, may, I have, may I hear another? This doesn't have to be negative. It's like, mm -hmm. can I hear another? Because okay. you're not saying no to it. You're saying, can I hear another? And it ends up the another you might like more. But it's gentle in a way to say, now it's going to get a laugh because you're going to go, may I have another? It doesn't mean you don't like the other one. It means you want your options. Right. Right. I told everyone they can ask one question that's a yes or no answer or blue, yellow, one word answer, and then a real question. If they choose, they can do that. If not, you just answer a real question. And I told them, I said, ask a question you really want to know the answer to. Okay. Shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> How's your cats? I got two cats. They're good. Uh, Sherman and Katie. And uh, Sherman is uh, just absolutely having a ball lately with the laser toy. He's gotten back into the laser toy. And, uh, and Bob, a lot of folks didn't think Sherman was going to get back into the laser toy. Why did you think he wasn't going to get back? Was because he Because we were worrying about Sherman's vision. We were worried about Sherman's vision. We took him, and so we took him to um, <coughs> uh, Cedar Sinai. Cedar oh, really? Sinai has a cat wing. Wow, now. that costs yeah. a lot of money, Eddie. Uh, that's why I need investors, you know. <laughs> and and, we, and let's get your animals in good shape too. Yeah, well, that's part of the whole Pepitone yeah. tour. Like, don't let me go on tour if I know my animals, you know, are not seeing a laser. Like he had peripheral problems, peripheral vision problems. So we took him to the right. peripheral wing. Of uh, the feline studies at Cedar Sinai, and Dr. Tom Huckle was tremendous in like getting his vision, and now he's chasing the laser, the laser toy all over the place. Now, Katie, on the other hand, uh, needs that little banister wheelchair now for cat, like oh, you know, the banister yeah. wheelchair. Not for a cat. Yeah, they have them, you know, and we just <laughs> and no, yeah, don't. and what we do is we put a little mouse. In front of the wheelchair for Katie, in her these are her last days. I mean, right now, like the only thing uh, Katie chases are her dreams. Her her dreams. Wait, who's that? The other cat? The the, the other cat. Well, the other cat has its vision. That cat's Sherman okay. Sherman is doing. And how many? How old is he? Sherman? Yeah, he's thirty-one. No, shut up, Eddie. No, he's thirty-one. Eddie, he is not. Some cats live now no, till they're forty-five. I don't. Don't make me pull out the word. What word? To George Carlin. Because <laughs> you can't break it. Oh, I, I You can, but I get angry. No, he's, he's not 31. How old is he? He's a kitten. I'm, I'm oh. a, no, I'm no. He's, he's, a, he's 10, I think. 10 years old. Oh, he's got a long time left. Then. I think so. Well, I cats think live Sherman a long old, time, not 40 years. They, they go between 
15, 20, something like that. How about a fly? You notice flies are sleeping all at night? They all go to bed? From what? They're exhausted from eating shit? <laughs> Anything? Hello? Anything? How about a fly, folks? That after, after you, like, sell me to these clubs and then cut to me in the club... What about a fly? Yeah, did you ever eat one? Have you seen a fly? Yeah, Todd Glass brought me in. (laughs) Listen, so. What a piece of shit this club is. (laughs) (laughs) You trash the green room. I just trash it. Ah, me. All right. How long have we been going? I hate asking. It makes it look like I'm 45 minutes? 30 minutes. 30, oh, yeah, I love when 30, we have a yeah. nice. Did you think it was forty-five? No, can I tell you? Yeah. I get anxious. I, this is the, one of the best times for me during a show because I feel like I'm ready now. I'm, I'm too George. You Collins. need that 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 warm up. It takes a long time, and I then know, I, I finally feel ready. And then I love sometimes when that happens. It's been an hour, and you're like ah. ah. But I like it a half an hour. I feel I'm ready. Right. So. Right. How do you? What about on stage when you're at a club? Same thing. It goes. Yeah, but. Just, me too. All of a sudden, I, I look, tell people not to come till <laughs> half hour in. <laughs> no, <laughs> show up late. And what? And let me. Yeah, ask nine you. o'clock show. I'll tell them to come in nine thirty. Do we have the? Um, what can we play? Some good betting between you and Tim. Tim, great job of. Oh, gentle on my mind. Maybe later. You know, when Eddie pick a good time when Eddie's telling a story. Gentle on my mind. You'll know when it comes in. You'll be like, mm-hmm. that really does make that story sexy as fuck. And when are we asking questions? We're, that's next, after we sing this song. Oh, is this a song we're going to sing? Yeah, well, we're going to try. Hey, can, wherever can, we go. Can we have some reverb, please? Where? And then I, I haven't, you know, I'm not, look, I'm going to just do the best I can do. That's all I can that's promise. That's all I can do. Yeah, and, and we, hello? Reverb, hello? When the song starts. Oh, thank you, <laughs> sir. Both? Hello. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we're going to go through it together. We may not go far, but sure as a star, wherever we are, it's together. Wherever I go, I know he goes. Wherever I go, I know she goes. He goes. Come on. No fits, no, no fights, no, no feuds, and no, no egos. Amigos. Together. Together. All out are rolling. And whether it's win, place, or show. With you for me and me for you, we'll muddle through whatever we do together. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we're gonna go through it together. Wherever we sleep, if prices are steep, we'll always sleep cheaper together. Whatever the boat, I row, you row, a duo, whatever the row, I hoe, you hoe. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, hey. A trio and any I owe you, I owe you O's. Hey. Who me owe? No you owe, no we owe. Together, we Two. all take the bow, including the cow. Though business is lousy and slow. With Herbie's Vim, Louis's birth, 
Now all we need is someone with nerve. Isn't that funny that Eddie, we, I love when things stop down and then all and of a sudden. And then you reprise oh, them. They never end. They Wayne, never end. Wayne Newton has one. He does this song, Johnny Be Good, four reprises. Wayne he Newton? stops. And Wayne then the Newton? Band, yeah, Wayne The Newton. Vegas dude? Yeah, he's not doing too well. Is and, he not? What's the matter? No, no, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Eddie. a listener? No, no. <laughs> Eddie, that was fun. Was that Can I tell you I made a mistake? I was what? singing all the parts. Oh, well, we I didn't to... know. Is it one? It did look like it. Yeah, it said it, a it name. Split up, but you didn't say Eddie. You're Rose. No, and you didn't. And I didn't. Or you're Herbie. It no, was Rose no, and Herbie. And I wasn't told either. So by the way, you know what I was thinking too. when I was when I was listening to that and reading that off the screen, I was thinking, how the fuck does Sondheim think of that? Like, like, like you know, those songs, like his musicals, right? You know, they're so why they're so like they come out of um forget it. I don't no, I don't know what I, I was think I say. do. Like, I think like, is it bull is it like go go, go. just say it. you can always because I think I know where you're going, like and I and I might not know how to articulate it. Wait, that would be funny that'd be a funny talk show where two guys can't articulate anything. You know what I like about Sondheim is well, you know what I mean. You know, no, what I'm trying to say is like from a perspective. Oh, oh were, I know where you're going. No, I didn't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, but about. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, what? When he goes to wherever we go. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. I don't know what I'm Yeah, well, you know what it is with music? Music is a very, very, very sensitive thing. And when you scray, who gives a shit? I'm tired of talking. I feel like I talk just to talk. No, I hear you on that. I'll mm. tell you something, though. I agree with you. I know where you were going with. Uh. Ugh. What the fuck what are we the doing? Fuck? Who, who cares? What the Listen, fuck here's what I'd like doing? to do with your career. <laughs> <laughs> I 
right, listen. Weather. I like to. Isn't it fun to just Take belt out that, the first? Go. May pretend. You, can you get a lot of reverb in his voice? Yeah, I don't want to make you do anything or, you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Just it's the first, like the band's playing, and then you just start the first line, and then they have to come in and follow you. You know, like I saw a guy go. It's out of nowhere. It's like knowing that it's tough and keep the mind and thought it rolling and the gentle on my mind. How's the first line? Glenn Campbell just starts singing it, and then the band he does oh, the I he see. does the first five words right. with no music, and then they fucking come in. Yeah, but they it's know the song. They know the, the song. band knows the song. You're so right. it's not like it's they... not like that for here. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> never thought about that. <laughs> like if You're the I best, were to do Eddie, a we song love now. you here. We love you. Everybody's so fucking excited. I I love everything about you. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> well, listen. Well, you're not really. Yeah. What's this? We love you, Eddie Pepitone. Oh, yes, we do. We love you, Eddie Pepitone. It will be true. When you're not near us, we're blue. Eddie Pepitone, we love you. All right, there you go. You I know, like the little cha-cha-cha at the end. I... I, I you know, I've been taking um, all kinds of workshops to try to my, make myself a better person, you know? And uh, what type of, like... like uh, just just working with my, my energy flow. It's a Tai Chi workshop. It's at the Edison Hotel near the LAX airport uh, every Tuesday night at midnight. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Uh, every Tuesday night at Do George Carlin? On, no, I won't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but on the roof of the um, Edison Hotel, oh, midnight, really? Tuesday wow. nights, I get up there. And what we do, we're shirtless. It's all guys. It's like a men's group. Oh, cool. And we're shirtless. And it says on our chest, please open me. <laughs> please open me, universe. And... I just feel like I'm making a lot of progress. Oh, hold on. I got a call. Oh, you move the, better move get the mic away. Hey, oh, it's the post office. It's the post oh, office. Oh, hello? Did you get my mail or not, you <laughs> fucks? <laughs> you bastard, you lost my mail. And I'll make you pay for it. <laughs> Did you get my I'll mail? I'll make <laughs> you pay for it. You fucks. What do you mean you didn't have the key to the box? It's your responsibility. It is not the landlord's responsibility. You're disorganized over there. Yes, you're disorganized at the Chandler Post Office, and I know where you live. So we've been working. Sorry about that. We so I've been working on all trying to kinds. be more woke. What would you call it? Just you want to. You be know, more... I don't like that word because I've been like exploring what it means to be connected. Uh, to beauty a long time before that can word. I, can I tell you about the word woke? Yeah, go ahead. I think it got bred out of something probably good, and mm-hmm. I do like it. The only reason I don't like it is because I know it carries, all right, bring, bring it down a little. But it just means you're right. woke to new thoughts, and that's it probably just came out of, oh, what... We don't want to call it right or wrong. Just try to be woke. So, like, when things come yeah. down the road and there's going to be hey, a Hey, you know why it, right? it has, like, That's some a, bad connotations is because it gets thrown into the political mix in this country. Right. Like, what goes on in this country now is that everybody's either on one side or another. There's no dialogue anymore. It's just like, you're a fucking idiot. And then the other, the other side is, no, you're a fucking idiot. And people, Can I ask you an odd question? Yeah, go ahead. And I've never asked this before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to ask it so right, so I think it has the impact it needs to have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like. Well, what, by the way, I love that 
because we don't get a lot of rain in L.A. Makes and you I feel good. I fucking love that. And that's why I miss the East Coast a little bit is uh, there's no rain here. It's just this canvas of white. <laughs> Every day the sun comes out like an alcoholic parent. <laughs> it does surprise you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? Oh, I like that. Oh, Go what ahead. were we? You were talking about asking a question to me that you want to make sure you get right. Oh. Do you remember about it? wokeness? Oh, about woke, about being woke. Oh, about being about um. Boy, you shut just, up, boy. No, don't give oh, up. Oh, I got a real important question for you. Oh, but you know oh, what? Oh, I got it. I got it. You fuck. Okay, what is? You're gonna be so mad. Okay. If if if. I'll answer it in the best way I can, but to George Carn, I'm really trying to ask it in the right way. Okay. I don't want it to look like I am blowing off how important it is to listen to each other. Because if I don't give it the time it deserves, it'll look like I really don't get it. I'm just doing it in passing. Oh, sure, it's important we listen to each other. <laughs> and then I move on. <laughs> yeah. No, let's stop. Yes, at the end of it, there is a problem. But I don't want it to be at the end, uh, to, to help anybody that doesn't understand or give merit to how important it is to listen to people because mm -hmm. it is. There right. are a lot of situations where you have to listen, even if you don't agree, to understand their point of view. And, and, it, and it's it can never go unsaid how important it is to listen. I need to work on it more than anybody. I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. So how do you say this without saying the word but, but not using a disguise but word? You know... Is it hard, though? Mm -hmm. It's still, I'm not saying you can't do it. Mm -hmm. When the other side really is off kilt. It's not just being picky. It's not like, oh, you think we should end the energy crisis this way. You think we should end it this way. Oh, let's discuss it. This is real mental health. And not nitpicking on anyone. Let me go a little further. What the fuck? Can I have a little music? <laughs> I have a feeling that the people, yeah. their worth... They don't care if they get anything they want. I'll tell you what. And I'm talking about the hardcore. I don't think... I think... I do. Even some of my smart friends, every time he does something bad, they still look at me. You think they're giving up on him? Stop it. They're not going to. They're getting something that's... Even if it doesn't answer their pocketbook problems, they have someone in the office that talks like them and it feels so fucking good to have someone that's... That's how we are. The things he says, that's what we say. So they'll pay any price for that. Even if they go, I'm with, I almost picture someone on the other side with a good sense of humor going, I'll fucking get a second job. That's how much I fucking love hearing him say the shit he says. I'll get a fucking second job. Meaning, he's not going to answer their economical problems. But if I have to get a second job, but I get to have someone in office that... Br so, I think that... Um, I'd if that's the question, I'd like another, please. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about about those specifically that I was, that we were we were talking about that people that oh it's what hard happens, we don't listen to each other. But what well, do you do when the woke word? I think to the right wing is like a bad word because I get it, they yeah. they their whole thing. <laughs> is about PC culture, PC culture sucks, or PC culture is bullshit, you know? And then the woke people are like, you people are cretins. You people are, you know, swimming in the primordial, ooh, you know. I know you have to figure out a way. I get, well, mm. well, maybe, yeah. So, but for me, and it's funny that you touched on economics because... To me, what's going on is that there's so much anger 
in the country. There's so much unhappiness, so much hate and violence, and it's and for me, it's largely economically based. Um, meaning people who have nothing but mountains of debt and have lost everything, they're fucking furious, and they tend to go to the right instead of putting their fury where it belongs, which is, you know, on on people with money. Right. They, they, they don't, you know. But, but I'm telling you, that's three why. Three fucking families in the country. I know you didn't want to get into this, but three families. Three families in the United States. Gates family, Buffett, and. Um, Jimmy Buffett. I knew it. He <laughs> does really, uh, you see, it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be sugarcoated. It shouldn't be a joke. Three families in the country uh, own half of half of the wealth in the country. It's insane. It's insane. I refuse to believe if we get the right person in office, we can't do something to make it better. Otherwise, you have to at least say you're a pessimist. See, you know the problem with wanting to say you're a, an optimist? It doesn't mean you have to think every day is great. I don't think saying you're an optimist mm -hmm. means that you can't have... Uh, um, doubt or uh, maybe you get a little anxious being, but right. you're an optimist but it means it does mean this what does it, mean? it does, does mean it this mean? it means you still think yes I think can get things can get better so if you don't think they can then you have to go I'm a pessimist so I'm mm -hmm. I'm I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen but I have a weird feeling and I hope I'm right yeah if things could you know the world's still here if it doesn't blow up which it tends not to yeah you know that we could see better days ahead of us. I don't know. We're pretty overdue. Really? What? So we're pretty overdue. Yeah, right? I don't mean... I mean in the sense of, like, social evolution, and which will internally, I've said a million times in this show, turn into finance. It's, it's ah. everything social. Everything social. When people go, I vote side out, I vote outside of my beliefs because... My social beliefs. Like, I'm okay with gay marriage, but I vote for this guy because he think he can answer our economical problems. If he's oh, not I'm not okay with gay marriage. Yeah, well, me neither. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Uh, if they want to get married, hey. tell them. Uh, but, but with vote outside of their own. But uh, anyway. No, not anyway. Fuck it. I, I had a thought. Um, <laughs> vote outside of their own. Oh, oh. I think everything are social. everything's social. No thing will ever get right till someone in that office and with fucking a shit ton of power is the most empathetic fucking person on the planet. And I don't believe it. I believe You know what happen. I believe in? I believe in what we do. Like, and I don't mean to make this about us, but I think anybody who's not in show business is a fucking coward. Thank you. And I'm talking about first responders. I'm talking about... <laughs> no, I'm talking about the people who put... You know, we put our asses... We put our asses on the fucking line every day. We get out there and, and like, for instance... There's, there's people who are hiding in their little firehouses. Oh, I'm a fireman. Yeah, yeah. I help so many people. I go people. up in front of audiences. I go, we, go up, we go up in front of audiences who look at us like we owe them money, yet we still get up in front of these fucking people. Every single night we're out there in the trenches. And we make them laugh. Laugh! We make them want to live. What's more important than laughing? We make them want to live. Meanwhile, live. oh. 
Oh, teachers are so important. Yeah, well, did they oh, make you laugh? Did your firemen teacher... are so yeah. important. Oh, your fireman makes you laugh till you can't breathe? You don't nah. think that? Oh, it's healthy to save someone from a burning building. How healthy do you think it is to make someone giggle until they can't breathe anymore? You don't think that does something for your health? That's what we're doing. You know what my response to the 9-11 disaster was? When I saw that first plane hit that first tower, I said, this is going to be a great vehicle for Nick Cage. I knew it would be a great movie, eventually. And that is what makes this country great. The ability to laugh at itself. The ability to laugh. And if you're not in show business, you are a coward. This has been a message from Eddie Pepitone to you average citizens. Oh, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, I love to, I love to do collages. Get in show business. Put your ass on the line. Wherever we go, no. you, you try singing that. On a fucking podcast when you've had no rehearsal. <laughs> That's courage, not going into a burning building and saving babies, that can be done. Glory, glory, hallelujah. You need to take acting lessons. You need to take acting lessons. You know how many people are out there? You know how many people are out there on sitcoms? Bad sitcoms. Yet they show up every day. Jim Belushi showed up every fucking day to that fucking show. Tim Allen shows up every day to his shows. Because we're in show business. That's why. Oh, but I work for the post office. Yeah, do ya? How about you get off your ass and you get on stage? <laughs> Eddie Pepitone, ladies and gentlemen. What? Sure, it's fucking great. It's sick. It's like, what the fuck, right? What the fuck? What the fuck? It's crazy. It's like, shut the fuck up, funny, right? Sure. Once upon a time, favorite guest of mine did the show sometimes in his private week. Had a ball. Commits hard to play the parts Hanging out with Stephen Fine Arts <laughs> Makes Todd punch a wall <laughs> We laugh at the things he's been doing Like the bitter Buddha and his special in ruins <laughs> He's sometimes quiet and sometimes loud We're all excited and he makes us proud about having him as a guest on the show this week. How does it feel? Oh, everybody. How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel?
Remember, stay woke. Stay woke, everybody. How does it feel? Yeah, be on your own. Whenever we go, wherever we go, we go together. Whether we're high as kites or we're sober as church mice, we do it together. Whether I have prescription drugs or my friend just has a bun cake, we do it together. A white Russian, red Russian, a black Russian, a pepper, we do it together. How do you think I did backing you? What? I tried to really play, like, back you real well, like, get close as I could. Even we did it with no rehearsal. It was good. It was good. That was good riff, right? Are you kidding me? That was a good this one. This episode is a Netflix special. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we're going to have to pass on that. Uh, what we, by the way. Well, what, what, what? Go ahead. Oh. The, the floor is yours. Thank you for letting me have the floor. My name is Judith Tupperworth, and I'm from the UK. Oh, hello. And um, I listen to your podcast here in Birmingham. Oh, oh, you're, oh you're, you're calling in? Yes, I'm calling in. I want to say this. I want to say... I want to say this. You Americans are shit to us here. Oh, uh, come on. Why are you going to really call in to say I'm that? I'm sorry. I'm off my medication. I just want to say that you're lovely, but you're also shit. I listen. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. You hang up that phone. Are you are you prank calling podcasts again? I just want to say, <laughs> come over to England and have strawberries. And oh, I'd love to come over there. Ooga. Oh. Margaret. Stop it. Stop calling podcast names. You're running up our WhatsApp app. Is he on the phone upstairs, maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, sometimes when you're improving, you know, sometimes when you're improving like that, you get you nervous? Just, no. Well, you go into recesses of your unconscious. Like, what I do is I go so deeply unconscious that so you say a word that you wouldn't use in yeah. your everyday life. I yeah, get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I think yeah. who you are earns you. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, you, you know, people see your, you know. Yeah. You I know, hope. I hope. Hey, listen. Know. Fuck them if they don't. Because I got a new podcast and I'm ballsy and I'm edgy <laughs> and I ain't fucking around. The new type of podcast. Isn't there something great about that music coming in? Bring that in again. Like right when you have a story, and then bring that, that gentle in my mind. You know what, Eddie. Can I get some reverb too? Let's oh, start it over again. By the way, you know what I want to do? Oh yeah, really say that. Say that again. By what? the way, say by that the way, again. you know what I really want to do in my life? I want to get a food truck and I just serve hospital Jello, like really <laughs> shitty, really shitty hospital Jello, and I have like on a hospital gown with nothing underneath it. I have no clothes. Like yeah, you like you are in the hospital, and I give people Jello. Right? And it's expensive. <laughs> and it's expensive. It's like six fifty, six dollars and fifty cents for a little thing. And every time I hand it to them, I say I say I say one conspiracy theory. Oh. Like I'll say, Hey, chemtrails are happening today. And I give them the jello. And then someone else comes and I say, 
by the way, there's no way there was one shooter in the <laughs> Kennedy assassination. And then you give them their jello. And then I give them their jello. And each, each time I give it to them, you know, Area 51, <laughs> there is actually a craft there. And they're like, thank you for the jello. Like, it's very down-to-earth people who like hospital jello. Can I ask you a question? If, yeah. like, you start with hospital jello and you're doing well, but someone goes, what's a, what's a second item that you could add that's very hospital-like? You would, only, would it be a sandwich cut in half and then put side-by-side side in a plastic? Could that, would you, would you, um, I don't want you to do it to make I me happy. I think it would be, I think it would be a little applesauce. Yes, thank you. Like, oh. like you, a little applesauce. Right, with the peel-off top. Yes, a peel-off top. It's like cellophane. And, it's and like the people who come up are very down-to-earth, salt-to-the-earth people, usually people who are maritime people, and they just come up to the truck and they're like, you got any of that peel-off applesauce today? And you do. And, and I'm like, yeah, I do. But I want you to know there has been a landing in Arizona. <laughs> There's been a landing in Arizona. Nobody knows what it is. It wasn't a weather satellite, I'll tell you that. How do you remember to go back? You have a good memory. Well, you're not high. <laughs> hey, listen, it's time to ask Eddie, Uncle Eddie. Okay, let's do it. Here we go. Uh, we have a theme for this or something? It's time to ask Eddie a question. You got a question. I, I'll, don't take another, I'll take another. I'll take another. I'll take another. What do you think about this for background music? I like it. Could you? Maybe you guys could meet. You bring. Maybe you. I like this. Maybe you could tinker in there if you, you want. You know, Tim, are you all right? You look great. He I want to just. He had like eight drinks. He said, "Don't tell my wife, Mandy. She gets upset." <laughs> I tell her, I, okay. Mandy, you're a fine girl. Mandy! I only had three drinks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bring the music down hey. a tidbit. And what were you going to say? This is, I was going to say this. That this is, I love this music. You know when Dylan, when Dylan went electric? Are you a Dylan fan? I love I, I don't Bob remember. Dylan. I didn't follow well, the music. Well, enough. do you guys, you guys are musicians. Do you know when Dylan went electric at, at a festival and people fucking gave him so much shit because it I was know a big that, folk yes. singer? You know what would be a pisser is if you did a podcast with absolutely no sound effects at all, like you go the opposite yeah. from electric, you go completely acoustic. Well, can I tell you what I did do? But maybe this wouldn't count. One night I did it with no electric sound effects. Like we only had the tambourine. And I'm the saying if you went completely nothing. sound effectless and you're just interviewing someone who's depressed. You know what? I, I, would, I, would like, li I would like to do that. <laughs> Like and the conversation just doesn't. It's like you 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 keep asking. Them, so so would you like? And there'd be no sound effects, nothing, right? No. I, well, you matter of fact, we want to try it the rest of this show. All we'll have is the keyboards. That's it. No, you know. <laughs> no, well, no. It's, late. it's all I have to live for. But I think that would be a great thing for you to do one well, day is get a depressed person here. You know, we know so many of them, and get them here, and just no sound effects, and just talk about. You know, whatever. You know. Listen, the, some people say that here. Hey, you us, ever find a button on the floor? That kind of discussion. You ever find a button? Let me let me tell you something. What if you did therapy with this music in the background? It's sort of like <laughs> calm. Like people are telling you things that are hard, but there's something about yeah. this music that keeps the it keeps. No, the, like if I say yes, doctor. Like this is going on in the background. Like this is what you play in your office. Yes, yeah, what that. I play in the Let's office. Let's do that heavy therapy session with this in the background. You know, I used to. We grew my, up with no money, and so I always have panic. Around money. I mean, we were homeless 
many years. How long were you homeless? I don't know if I want to talk about it. Actually, the music well, makes me want to talk about it. We were homeless about, I would say, six very long years. And do you, you remember know? being, knowing what was going on? I don't. Was there days I tried, when you woke I tried, up? I don't want to know. Weird. I don't want to know. But this music helps me. Um, I, I, I just felt divided. You know, I, I partly am someone who is. I have two selves. You know, three selves really. What? Where did? You, where were you living during this time when you were homeless? A Chevy, a Chevy Electrodica. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful interior, you know, but for six of us, it was ridiculous. Wait, what type of car was it? I'm sorry. That shouldn't matter as your therapist. It's a Chevy, a Chevy Electrodica. <laughs> oh, okay. And elect- you know what the Electrodica? It was, it was discontinued after they made about seven of them, but Whoa. we got them. Why? We got one, you know, because my dad, God bless my dad, who was killed in a bank holdup. Anyway, <laughs> no, he wanted the money for the fan. You know, I don't want to talk about this, Listen to but the music, the music makes me want to talk. Listen to the music. Yeah. yeah does it, does seem- everything sound all right? Just answer me that. Mm-hmm. Does everything sound all right? Yeah. I, I just, I'm my worst enemy, though. Hold on. Know? Listen to what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm my worst Mr. enemy. Mr. Pepitone. Yeah. You're talking about things that uh, help you, and but while it's happening, what do you hear in the air? I hear upbeat music, but I, I'm my worst enemy. Sounds like everything's going great. I attack myself all the time. I mean, this music is beautiful. <laughs> it's always, it comes in at the right time. It's time to ask Eddie. You know, it's hard to be negative It is when you hear this music. Because so that would be a hilarious shrink, you know? Yeah. It's like, or even if you're like, fuck that. I'm not going to fucking pay for that. That's bullshit. All right, I'll pay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's time to ask Eddie a question. Do we have any music for this? Oh, it was this. That's how we started. Okay, let's start it over. We'll bring the music in again. That's how much I love this music. We'll act like we never asked for it. So bring that down. Or Tim, do you have something maybe? You know, that music What's this? would be... Can you play along with this? Frank, there's a hostage situation. Pumping the music to the bank. <laughs> Listen! I'm going to kill everyone. Wait a minute. No, I'm not going to kill everyone. You know what? I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Maybe the other music would have been more. You think that would have worked? If they pumped pump yeah, the yeah. other music in. May pretend. Pump Let it in. Let me tell you something. Everybody in this bank die, dies. <laughs> well, actually, listen to this music. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. <laughs> Okay, the first question. Can we have our question music, please? Can we have silence in the room? I want everybody to be happy that we're here to, to, to cherish this time with you. I mean, I don't take it for granted. I don't take it for granted. Oh, look at that. Oh, Vinny tried to disguise a yawn. I think he busted <laughs> his jaw. I feel bad. I felt bad catching. Nobody them. should want disguise a yawn. No, it's because it has nothing to do with being bored at all. They did research after research after research. <laughs> the guy wanted to hear the opposite. Anyway, well, I'm glad everybody's here. So this is a question, and um, we'll start. John, would you like to go first? Yeah. What's Can that? I ask you one question though? Can we light that joint? Absolutely. Is that, that okay? Was, that was going to be my first question. Is uh, <laughs> do you mind if I smoke a joint? How Not long have we been going, Aristotle? I say an hour. 
Hour 10. Do you want me to take some Hour of that drop 10. or should I wait? No, do it now. I want to see how it affects you. Okay, cool. I love that you said that. I, I really am. I really... All right, hold on. And if you go bye-bye, if you go mentally bye-bye, you'll I'll carry over. us. Well, I'll you'll take us, us to close. I'll carry us if you go mentally bye-bye. First of all, I do want to genuinely to George Carlin just... Uh-huh. Sometimes it's fun to re... Yeah, it's so fucking nuts. I like to just reacclimate again. You know what I mean? Like stop almost and then yeah. start up again. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Well, Man. it's it's. I think the creative mind needs to do that. It's fun. That's why once I wasn't afraid. You, of you that. guys don't. You guys don't puff it, Vinny. Oh, Vinny's everybody's doing puffing. The drops right now. Okay. Ba, 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 da, ba. Oh shit! The pianoist. <laughs> Oh, here's the tincture. Yeah, you can tell now, what is this? How much is that? What is it? It's a little tincture of... Should I do eight milligrams? Okay. I also do not smoke. Don't do too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, that's right. You don't, you don't smoke anymore. I just sit here and absorb. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting... We, I, I mean, I'm with, <laughs> there's a lot of smoke. Sometimes uh, when sure. I get high, I have to break in oh. to LACMA, the museum. And I have to go in front of a Van Gogh, and I have to say, Vinny! Vinny Van Gogh! Help me! I did a tincture! I did a tincture, Vinny! Eddie Peppertone. Eddie Peppertone. Eddie Peppertone. Eddie Peppertone is back on the Todd Glass Show That's today. right, folks. We have to go in for the close. Eddie Peppertone. But we're, we got some more time. With the great Eddie Peppertone. He's gonna make Todd Glass punch the wall. Wow. ba ba da do da 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 do ba 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 da da do 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 Hey, hey, wow, wow, bing, bang, boom, boom, what's up, cue stuff all around, bing, bang, boom, bing, bang, boom, do, do, go, do, do, da, da, he, 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 una, ha, ha. See, that's me being free with my voice. That's me being just not holding back. I had a moment of, I, I caught myself, I went, you know you're making funny sounds. Eddie, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you, Todd. Wow. Thank you for making me feel so welcome. And uh, what's great about you is that you are an atmospheric genius. I mean, you always have the right lighting. Well, thank you. Have you have beautiful candles. Um, everything <laughs> is, is beautiful, like earthy earthy and velvety colors, and it's great. Thank I love you. It. Yeah. I, you know what? I appreciate Except that. Except I asked oh. for a Diet Coke. I got you one. And that didn't fucking happen. Oh, no. Dude, by the way, to George Carlin, would you like one right now? I, I would, but I don't want to send anyone for it. No, no. Here's why. It's okay. Yeah. Because uh, because he uh, he wanted to get a drink. So uh, he's like, now he doesn't have to feel guilty. He goes, is it if I run out and get a drink? So he wants to get one anyway. And can you know what? Could really? you bring me a regular? No, I have water. I'm fine. I have water. So you're going to get a ice. You're going you're gonna to get to get. Yes. And, can, and uh, for, uh, for um, Tim. Also, uh, fries. Yeah. <laughs> with onion rings. Tim. And- Tim uh, Lillis, you know we don't get him in here that often, so I love it. You he know? played on my Netflix special in the band. Tim did. When did that come out? That came out. What's and it I called? Have the band. It's called uh, Act Happy. Act Happy. And Act I have Happy. a band. And it's. They Do you look get very political great. on it? No, social. I always social, have social. More, right. more of my stances are social. Right, right, not, right. Po- not political. Um, I think your most political thing I've ever seen you do was the man eating bread. He can't stop eating bread while being mugged. 
and that was oh, so. <laughs> it was such a metaphor. That was a for guy morbid obesity. <laughs> no like talking about morbid obesity, which is an epidemic in this country. Like hold people on. are eating their feelings. You know that. As a matter of fact, it's like Margie, get me my feelings. With whipped cream on him. <laughs> yeah, all my anger, put it in a big fucking pot and, and put it with whipped cream. And you know what? Can you give me a big, big souffle of my jealousy toward my wife? Because she fucked the Amazon Prime guy. She fucked the Amazon Prime guy. So Margie, give me a big bowl of my jealousy. With, you know what, Margie? You know what I'd also love is a side of my fear because I'm afraid of money, Margie. <laughs> That's the uh, cafe where people are eating yeah. their feelings. Well, wait, wait, they don't hide it. It's Any like very, special give story? me a hot they cup of it. I don't want to remember that I didn't like my dad. Yeah, M Margie, are there any specials tonight? Yeah, there is. Um, <laughs> today we have your trauma of uh, when you were abandoned by your parents at a beach in Brooklyn. Thank you. Well, you got him one. Did you get me one? There's two here. Oh, thank you. Oh, I thought you were getting me a regular Coke. No, you, you were going to say that, and you said, no, I have water. Oh, I did. Thank you for this, then. This is a treat, then. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I try to be appreciative. Margie, Margie, give me a big bowl of my self-loathing. Do you have any of that? Is there any of that back there? Oh, we're all out of your self-loathing. Bullshit! You got it back there. Margie, give me a panic. Give me, give me some of my panic attack with a little caramel syrup on it. All right, Harry. Thanks, Margie. Wow. You know what? You know what would be great? Margie, could you give me my fear of homelessness in a uh, <laughs> in a to-go container? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Margie, be a sport and give me uh, a milkshake of my uh, regret toward my first wife. Milkshake of regret, if you can, toward my first wife. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Margie. I picture you at the counter at a diner. You know, you're sitting at the counter, yeah. right? Also, Margie, let me get a cup of longing for the woman that I should have made a play for in uh, <laughs> high school. <laughs> cup of longing there, Margie, yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. How about, and Margie, also, <laughs> can I, can I get um, just absolute fear of uh, the unknown? You have fear of the unknown? <laughs> you have fear of the unknown because the future, or, or just, you know, my future. Could you give me my bleak future in a salad? A bleak, <laughs> uh, a bleak future. My bleak future in a salad. Yeah, thanks, Margie. Oh, God. <laughs> Be a sport, Marge. And give me uh, my death uh, with a little uh, ketchup. My death with a little ketchup. My impending death. Yeah. How about my fear of dying violently, Margie? Over easy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do Thank you, you think 
Would you rather have a bowl of icing or a bowl of Thai food? Is this your question? Oh, no, no. Never mind. Thank you for being so kind to not let me waste it on that because technically it would have counted. Okay. So I love this music. John, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show with ask you a question. Okay. Everyone will get to ask you a question and then we're gonna close. Is that cool? Yeah. With um we'll close with something fun, a song. Maybe we'll sing mm-hmm. a song together. Is that cool? So we're going to ask you a question and sing a song, and we're going to say goodnight. Mm-hmm. So, John, uh, I, uh, the table is yours. You, 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 can, you can say whatever you'd like. Thank you, Mr. Glass. You say, hey, Eddie, how you doing? John Brand Wagner from the Todd Glass Show. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hi, oh, John. You work on the show. You, you know. John Brand Wagner. Uh, I'm here out of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> what do you prefer, mm-hmm. a sunrise or a sunset? Oh, that's a great question, John. I love a sun. I the question. I love a sunset, to be quite honest with you. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, I love the mellowness of a sunset. Like it means the day is over, and it's like okay, now we can kind of relax the day is over whereas a sunrise first of all i'm never up that early you know unless i have insomnia and i've been walking around usually in a hospital like just walking around talking to myself about why the car doesn't work you know why this new medication is just such a pain in my ass oh there's the sun coming up there's the sun coming up can i agree i agree eddie it's, just, it's no right and or it's wrong. A, it's, it's, it's beautiful when it first starts coming up, but then when it blares, you're like, fuck. Because I'll tell you why I don't. I'll tell you why. And by the way, I can enjoy a sunset if in the, in, and occasionally, but normally, mm-hmm. normally, mm-hmm. that represents starting the things I'm supposed to work on. You're talking about sunrise. 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 I, of course, I'm not like, oh, I hate a sunrise. Of course. But I'm just saying what brings me more peace usually is, is the sunset. Right. It's a time of the day where you can't even be doing. It's over, so you can just relax. Well, now. not only that, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm usually in a drum circle at sunset, <laughs> and I fucking love drum circle. You know, I'm always in a drum circle when the sun is setting, and you know, I've been in a drum. I've been stuck in a drum circle 30, 35 years now. <laughs> oh wow! I might open up Thank a club. You. What if I just open up a club and? <laughs> book you go come see Eddie Pepitone and I'm so passionate about it and I strict with the audience people heckle I, I would work with the mafia if it meant I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, let me tell you something I don't even think there is a mafia anymore to, if you know? there is if there is an underground right. to George Carlin right. I hope I would not do it but I would be tempted if it mm-hmm. offered me mm-hmm. we don't fuck with hecklers or people that talk and the word out on the street is you want to go to the best fucking coolest place in the world? Yeah, you get to go. The only problem is, if you like to talk at all, you're going to fucking hate this place. And no one fucking interrupted the show. Right. Yeah, that would be That awesome. you ran it like that. And then your passion, wouldn't you end up having a successful business? Yeah. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe that's a documentary on the world we live in. I think, I think that people who talk during the show loudly... Should be hit with the poisonous dart. A pipe Very over their head. <laughs> I, I really fantasize three clanks of a pipe. If there's, a, do we have anything like a like a? Do you get like, a lot of people talking during your shit? I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. Um, 
I would think you shut him down pretty damn quickly. First of all, let me say this so I always, I do, it's important for me to come off sane mm -hmm. and understand. I always tell everyone, widen the scope. Mm -hmm. It's not because necessarily people, I'll defend people halfway. Look, there's a reason a lot, it has to end when I'm on, you know, where I perform, I prefer that it doesn't happen. But I get it. Mm -hmm. A lot of comedians feed into that shit. Comedians, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. Just some bad comedians. Uh, I'm not talking about dabbling in the audience and doing creative crowd work. Some of my favorite comedians do crowd work. But we're right. talking about guys that get on stage and they abuse the audience. And if you like that, it breeds people that you don't want there. They want to be the star. And it's just uh, so people have a right to think that that's what it is because it is what it is a lot of the times. Right. So when they come across a club, it's new club, and they don't put up with that shit, that could irritate them. But a good club does it. And they go, no, we're gonna generate, we're gonna, we're gonna cultivate this great crowd, and it comes from saying zero tolerance to table talking. So, the good news is, and I, and I'm not kidding. I was gonna say thank God because that's still even in, you know, it's still in, in bread in all of us to say that when you're going, I'm fucking serious, you know. But thank God that mm. no heliums are really pretty good with that, you know, in Vermont Comedy right. Club and Comedy on State where. They're they're pretty strict with that. They're not just like because a they're clubs that have that respect the the comedian. They respect comedy. Right? They it respect always, comedy. It always comes back to that. It's funny. You're right because you can't. If if you really respect comedy, you'll make a lot of right decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Just, it'll be common sense. I fucking hate table talk so much that whenever I have dinner with anybody and if there's any fucking talking I'm talking about just dinner oh really I don't want fucking people saying <laughs> a fucking word so if you meet okay? like if you and, and what we do is we put on my favorite comedy albums <laughs> whenever I'm having dinner so you, know? you and your wife if you meet a couple let's say sometimes that happens you bring them back they have dinner at your house if they start talking you get pissed off I'm like Norm Crosby is on the fucking phonograph <laughs> you want to fucking shut it Shut your pie hole. <laughs> Norm Crosby. So is, your wife doesn't Norm like Norm Crosby <laughs> is going, uh, tell me, this is a little uh, ridiculous, isn't it? It's a ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know what? I could do without what he did. I always annoyed me, to be honest. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't wish him any ill. No, I, really I don't, don't. Is it bad to speak ill of someone that's dead? You know what's funny, Todd, is that when you've been doing stand-up for a long time, you realize how many ways there are to be funny and what comedians are doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there's just so many angles you could take. Like, he would, he was doing a silly mispronouncing yeah. of words. And it was cute, but it would And he it drew would... a type of audience, people who were legally brain dead. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of those folks out there, especially, you know, with air pollution. So you don't think it's... Okay, we're not wishing him... You know what I say? If you're not wishing anybody pain, you have a right to an opinion. I, I really mean that. You go, I'm not wishing Norm Crosby pain. Of course pain. we're not. It, it, it just as Is he alive still? No, he's not. I don't think he is. But of course I wish him at peace. And but Right. So anyway, but we're allowed to break down. But it was a very, even at a young age, I swear, it says don't underestimate youth. Because this no, is proof of it. I, I remember, never underestimate youth. If you, I remember being 13 and watching him and 14. And mm -hmm. look, again, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't think he shouldn't have been doing what he's doing or anything. Right. I just thought me and my brother would look at what he did and go, all right. <laughs> at 14, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. you know, take yeah. it easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cracking us up. We weren't like, mafutafire, yeah. you know. Just, <laughs> oh, great, you, you said a word, a letter off. Whoop-de-doo. Right. It's not doing it for me. <laughs> right. But you know what? 
Uh, other than that, I love the guy was nice, and he's still alive. He's, is he really? I thought oh, so. Good. How old now is I he? I feel bad. How old is he? Ninety-one. Whoa! Shit! Now I feel bad. No, why? Because not, he's, if he's if he's passed away, he's not going to hear this. He won't. Right, right, right. Okay. Crosby, Norm Crosby, the only podcast. Oh, Norm! I thought you meant Norm McDonald. <laughs> the it only podcast. It would get worse. You think that about Norm? <laughs> Wait, now, now I don't get it. No, I uh, Norm Crosby. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, I, I th- think the only podcast he listened to is probably like you know the mm-hmm. Fixing Car podcast or like- songs about Norm Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> no, not songs. Stories about Norm Crosby. Yeah. Story about Norm Crosby. That, the medicine is kicking Welcome in. Welcome to Stories About Norm Crosby. I'm your host, Fred Crosby. These are stories about my brother Norm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's not even the comedian Norm. It's like a guy who fixes windows in Minnesota. Did you answer his question? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yes. What was uh, it? I like sunsets better than oh, sunrise. Oh, thank you. And do you have a one-word question you wanted to ask him? It was if I could light this joint earlier. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Then, Aristotle? Well, I mean, I thought we were doing one-word questions, but you can elaborate on this one. Yeah, okay. Where do you stand? Beyond beyond me or impossible me? Oh, good one. Oh, I Which like... Which do you prefer? You know what, man? I like both of them, but I like... The impossible meat a little better, but Beyond Meat is great too, and I'm really happy that they um, got they have really good um, fake meats that are just excellent tasting, you know. Mm-hmm. And particularly the places that do the impossible meat right, like I go to this place called the Counter, and they like do it like temperatures, like they give you a medium rare, and it's awesome. You know what can I mean? Can I Beyond say, meat is good. It's a little richer. Yeah. I found butter. I love just saying it doesn't have to do it overnight. That's really changed the way approaching it. So I have sausages. Well, I don't want to just go out of my way. Oh, to, they have Beyond Meat sausages. I had just these other ones that were amazing. But I just tried mm-hmm. the butter. I'm I'm done with right. I I'll, oh the uh, vegan it's so butter. Good. Yeah, the vegan butter. Yes. Oh yeah, it's we fine. had it on pancakes. I had it on toast. You ever take? Let me tell you something, Eddie. <laughs> and I'm not shitting around. Yeah. Like if you ever have a night where you want. If you take toast, toast it. If you get potato bread, whatever toast you have, take the time to toast it. Just get it pretty potato golden bread. Potato bread I love is it. really good. It is, right? right? So toast that up. Like right. It doesn't have to be burnt, but about a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. Then my toaster, though, the heating coil in my toaster, uh-huh. and, I, and I have a guy who fixes the heating coil. His name is Ned Franklin. Oh, what? You no, Ned Franklin. Toaster. Ned Franklin has been fixing toaster coils. Don't you just get a new toaster? What? No, I'm not going to get a new toaster, especially if the coil just needs to be tweaked a little. And Ned, Ned, Ned has a 24-hour toaster coil business. Oh, he's got a beautiful van, and, and he comes to the house. And he, he comes to the house. Does he bring the toaster into the van? Like he has a shelf in there? Nope. Nope, no? he brings his tools from the van. He comes in the house, and he's a great raconteur as well. Like he knows that? Bobby Darren, for instance. Oh, and he'll talk about as he's fixing your heater coil. He'll be like, you know, Bobby Darren threw up a lot, and like stuff like that. <laughs> and it's just a great time with Ned. So, you know, oh, so some, sometimes I can't toast things. You know, you're okay. like, oh, toast. Toast it up, and I'm like, ha, if you had the heating coil I had, you you I, couldn't. I'll tell you what you do. You'll like it. Do this good, then. Forget about the toasting. Get a piece of bread, slather it with butter, yeah. 
put some, instead of cinnamon sugar, put brown sugar. Okay, if you have cinnamon sugar, use that. Mm-hmm. But you got to put a lot of butter on the piece of bread. Right. It, no one's claiming this is good, but it's no worse than a cinnamon bun or a donut. And that's what you're doing. So, But to do it, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Pour the cinnamon sugar or the brown sugar on the mm-hmm. s- but. Right. Then mm-hmm. put another. If you have bananas, slice them. Put them in there. Let me tell then you. Then put another though. piece of bread on top. Push it down Ooh. with your hand. You might think, oh, I'm pushing it down too hard. I'm root. No, get it. Be, don't be afraid to put a little pressure on it. Put it in the microwave for one minute. Ooh. And sprinkle a teeny bit more brown sugar on the top and eat it with a fork. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's but the only the toast, problem there with the toast. The only problem there is that the, the woman that I get brown sugar from, oh. like we have this little store that we oh. go to, they just sell yeah. certain dry goods. And the woman I get brown sugar from was indicted oh. on wire fraud. And what she would do is like at Santa Anita Racetrack, she would know what horse was going to die that day, and I would bet on what horse is going to die that mm-hmm. day. You know that there's been 31 horses that have died at Santa Anita. At Santa I, know there's, I know there was something going on. Well, yet. now what bettors are doing, are they're not betting on what horse is going to finish first. They're betting on what horse is going to die that day. And this woman used to have inside information on that, and she would wire it ahead to different people, and now I can't get brown sugar anymore because she's been indicted. Okay. All right. Well, then, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. So let's make it, but you take the toast and put some bananas and a little bit of caramel sauce, put it back on top, crunch it down. Well, there's a problem there. Oh, well. Well, I get my caramel, I get my caramel sauce through Amazon Prime, right? I get my caramel sauce okay, through get, Amazon get Prime. And this guy who delivers it from Amazon Prime, all he wants to do is fuck my family. That's all this fucking guy wants to do is fuck my family. Okay? Now, okay, so can I, can I, make, I just want to get a, I think I can get a point. I think I can have But a, the bananas I can do. You, how about just eat a banana? I, you yeah, just eat a banana? I love That's bananas. all I'm talking about. The guy I get my bananas from, the guy's as clean as a whistle, he's healthy, and he lives a good, strong life. I get What's, my bananas. Wait, banana. you know a guy like that sells bananas? There's a story? What are you talking about? You a guy, a, of course there's a guy who sells bananas. Who? Jack Fredericks. And this is a guy you just, like, in a farmer's market? No, Jack Fredericks. He goes from he's a door-to-door banana salesman where he just knocks loudly on your door and he's like bananas, and I'm like Jack, calm down. I'll get the banana, you know, and and I usually buy a couple of bunches Whoa. from him. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Know, that's so funny to me because uh-huh. I don't know a guy that's. Uh, I had Charles Chips once. They used to deliver potato chips house to house. Remember that? You remember? There was a company that drove around like in a UPS truck with like popcorn and potato chips, and it's called Charles Chips. No. It was in Philadelphia. Oh, they in would, Philly. How long yeah. ago? Oh, I think it probably still exists in some areas. Oh, no, no. I know. Even no. with the internet, you would think, but some people get used to this shit. Really? <laughs> I'd be interested. Can someone look that up to see if that still exists? Do you know that what, what I called? used Charles Chips? You know what I used to do? Do you want to know the answer? Yes, I don't care. Let, if you let's don't. do it. Let's I don't care if you don't care. Guess what? Aristotle, did he ask a question? Uh, yes, it was. Do you like Beyond Meat Possibly, or Impossible yeah. Meat? Okay. And did, did you? Can you have time for? T- uh, yeah, t- sure. Uh, and then we're gonna do a song, and we're done. You were a great guest. Thank you. I butter Doc. you up a little because I know we're going long. Butter? I, I can't get butter. My butter guy. <laughs> oh, you have a butter guy. Uh, uh, Vinny, do you have a question? And don't try to be funny. Loud. Uh, okay. Wait, what was his question? Because I'm. It's while funny, you know what we're it is, eating but I don't. dinner, yes, 
uh, what would the comedy albums be? Because I, I had said that I don't let people talk, table talk, because I'm playing my favorite oh, yeah, comedy well, albums. Good. Well, you know, my favorite comedy albums, believe it or not, the ones I've listened to on vinyl are Bob Newhart, Button Down Mind. You know that one, Todd, where Bob Fluffy? Newhart, I love Fluffy. Button Down Mind. Huh? Fluffy, you said? Bob... <laughs> <laughs> No, who did you I say? swear to God, if you talk while Fluffy is doing a bit, <laughs> I'll punch you in your I'll face. Punch you so hard. Oh, that's not nice to say to us. Oh, so and then another. Let's see. I would. I would listen to Bob Newhart. I would listen to uh, George Carlin. So you just wanted them to come over and listen, not to talk. Right. Will you I please join us for dinner and not say a word as we listen to George Carlin? Robert Klein, Bob Newhart. I can't stop my leg. Yeah. Is that Klein? Yeah, that was... You owe me $100 for Rigoletto. Remember the opera pimp one? I remember being Robert Klein. I don't talk about it that much on the show, and and just because it doesn't come up, but when it does, I try to throw love his way because Mm -hmm. I specifically remember not just going back and, like, uh, thinking this was the type of stand-up comedy I really liked. It was very... You know, it, it was just—he uh, was smart. Yeah, but it was like it was like making fun of uh, like if it was a TV commercial, but in a way that I'd never seen like it done before. You know, like these—you know, these ads—they always got the you know girl what, in a you swing. Know I, you know was, what I just thought would be funny is if you're listening instead of your job. comedy albums, instead of like Robert Klein or Don Rickles, you're listening to like just sitcoms, like you're listening to The Big Bang Theory, and you're like, shut the fuck up. You're listening to Young Sheldon <laughs> on on a phonograph. God damn it! I told you kids to shut the fuck up when Young Sheldon is on. <laughs> and pass the goddamn potatoes. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Uh, what were you gonna say, John? Uh, speaking of potatoes, uh, <laughs> Charles Chips. Thank you so much. Thank mm. you. You don't understand. That means the world to me that you remembered. <laughs> I I, a guy who needs love, so he'll just take more. You know, John, I didn't know I meant the world to you. Well, oh, did, you, you don't. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, well, can, oh, can I guess? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Still delivery exists. I, I don't believe so, no. No? That's no. what I thought. <laughs> Shut up. He changes on a dime. Oh. I get the best of feeling in my tummy. I got a song and I got a dance. Well, I got a dance and I got a song. I got a... Pick up, pick up truck and a bale of hay. Well, I got a fork and I got a spoon. I've got a PA system. And I got a broom. Now the guys that could sing thought they could use the guy with the PA system. But uh, the other one, they choked to death. <laughs> I have bacteria in my stomach and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Tim, do you have a question? Because I don't want to leave you out. I also don't want to make you nervous. You're like, I don't have a question. If you don't have a question. I have a question. Okay. Yes, they all have questions, believe me. Area 51 before. I did? Do you? 
Um, Would you mind answering him with the bullhorn? <laughs> Is that weird to ask you to do that? Because I think it makes it sound like you're, you know, people. I, uh, have right I, in. You just talk right into oh, it. Uh, Tim. You have to go a little lower. Folks. A little lower. Lower it on your mouth. Folks. Lower it on your mouth. Oh. No, the other way. Side. There, there you go. go. Folks. No, you know, you don't need to use it. Oh. That's wrong. I there shouldn't. we go. There we go. You don't mind? Folks, we're alone. Folks. Imagine, imagine a cop like this. Folks! Oh, oh, in the middle of the day, he just gets on his PA on his car. Folks, I just want to let everyone know there is no life in the universe except us. Hey, you, you fucking asshole. Yeah, you, with the red Corvette. There is no life in the universe except us. We just had the, the biggest telescope in the world that can see to the edges of the universe, and what we have discovered is that we're alone, which is just what I thought. When I go home with the wife, I'm alone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always alone, so this thing surprised me. But because... Anyway, folks, I do want to wish you a good day. Alternate, alternate side of the street parking is suspended because we found out we're alone in the universe. Sits in the car, plays with the siren, just saying stuff. <laughs> like just weird shit. Yeah. Like, uh, like hey, folks. <laughs> folks, I just want to tell you, don't go see the latest Jarmusch film. <laughs> it's really kind of boring. It's about zombies, and it really doesn't work. I want to Folks. Folks, this is Sergeant Johnson again. I just want to tell you, be careful when you tell lies to your spouse. <laughs> folks, 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 a lot of people don't know this. But the Mona Lisa was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> folks. Uh, can I say something? Because I love to paint the picture. I picture you parked like at a four-way intersection. A lot of people walking around. It's not the city, but a lot of people walking around. And you hear, I love the scanner makes it so fucking easy to make pretend you're just sitting in your car. Hey, you know, you're not, you got some good stuff you got to say, actually, you know, but people are just walking by and they, oh, I love it. Yeah, here we go. Folks, this just came in over the wire that we all have to parent ourselves. We all have to be good parents to ourselves. Like, we have to treat ourself well. Okay, folks? And also, also, uh, there is no such thing as God. God is, God is a creation that we have made to make us feel less lonely. Okay, folks? And also, folks, also, folks, don't use canvas to wrap fish in. Eddie, it's my turn to ask a question, and then we do a song and we're out of here. Okay. Uh, my question is, we had a guy in here last week, Ross. Ross was just wonderful. What? So, so You had Ross here? Ross, Ross is a listener who I actually saw at your special, and he was great. He came in here. Oh, that's he, right. He, was he wore a bow tie. He was just, just beautiful. And he came and sat in? He came and sat in on the show. And I wanted to bring him over 
and talk about it. What do you say about that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, James Adomian is such literally a, a force of nature I know. that we never got. I was like, I because once I found out, I'm like, I wanted to bring him over to the mic. And go, you know, but I did talk to him in the kitchen. Oh, Adomian got Adomian. so into whatever he was well, doing. We, we just got going. It was hard right. to stop us. I'm not making fun of him. I'm complimenting right. him. But uh, in the kitchen, I did talk to him, and he said, he goes, yeah, he, was it called officiate? Uh, yeah, officiate. I said, when did you know? He goes, I didn't know until I saw him. It was great. And I saw a picture, and it looked seriously like they captured the moment because he. Yeah, you sent me that picture. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? That so, was great. His fiance now wife, yes, uh, Diane, uh, uh, did this, Without you know, hired me as a surprise to Ross. So what happened was that he didn't know. Only like maybe one or one of her friends knew. One of her friends knew, and and uh, she was my contact. And I I drove to the wedding from Boston. You know, about a two-hour drive, yeah. beautiful drive toward the uh, Western Mass. And um, I drove to the wedding, and I hid out, you know, until the very start of the wedding. In an, It was in, like, a big open field at some retreat. And they made this thing out of, I guarantee he made it, because he's the guy that sent me a Mr. Rogers record frame and a frame he made oh, shit. out of, like, barnwood. That he looks like he made it like this trellis in the middle of the field, you know, an mm -hmm. arbor. Oh, with shit. all these flowers around it in the middle yeah. of the field with all these cool chairs set up. Yeah. And then I see a picture of them. They're all dressed beautifully yeah. in the middle of all this. And then they have, like, you know, just, and then uh, you show up and mm -hmm. I see you have the bitter boot yes. jacket on. Yes. Now, was that yeah. extra to wear the bitter Buddha jacket? Did you say yeah, for extra? Yeah, there was a lot of extra. Yeah, I had 500 extra, 1,000 extra. I wear the jacket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want my stove top hat, that's a three hundred. <laughs> but it looked beautiful, and yeah, it was you nice. wrote something. No, I. Well, I did. I did write different things. Um, it's almost the way I do stand up. Like I, I wanna hit certain things, but you know, I was basically going off the top of my head. You know. Wow. We were in a big field, and I was no. saying, uh, we were in a big field, and I said stuff like, but it was, I said stuff like, folks, you know, this is a great day, but, you know, this field back during the Civil War, there was so much murder in this field during the Civil War that we stand in now, but today is a brighter, a brighter day. <laughs> Um, Somehow it's still that guy in the car The cop, yeah. all that That's what happens when I watch your act a lot You take people on a fucking journey That will wring your inside comedic guts out and, Yeah, when and I feel comfortable And I'm really going Yeah, That's why I want That's why you being successful At all these clubs that I want you in Besides the ones yeah. you're already in, obviously Involves you being at your most comfortable yep. That's the way they get the show I'm talking about If you don't do that, you're not going to get the show I'm talking about right. But a relaxed Eddie Pepitone just yeah. like, I say it about you because it's true about a lot of performers That's yeah, true So it's true about me That's why, like, yeah, I know when I'm at my most relaxed What's that come from? Just a, an audience that gets it yeah. Puts me at my best yeah. I, I want to perform I want to do my best So if you are your an best An audience that gets it And gets, it. gets and your it gets your wavelength Mm -hmm. You know, they, they like, they're like, oh, okay, I love this wavelength of, <coughs> you know, absurdism, you know. Hey, so my question, that was just about that. And then you flew back home. You went yeah, and then I, I, flew, I, flew, I flew back home, and I had a great time there, you know. I have a feeling this, look, if this isn't fun to end with, I, I forgot to do it, but it might be a fun thing to end with. What's that? I, it's a video to watch, which might seem weird 
to watch a video because it's a podcast. Right. But people will go watch it. So talking about it, it's a okay. What's the video? It's 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 like they're using this song. Happy days are here again. But it's like I only watched about twenty five seconds of it. I went. I want to watch this on the Ooh. show. But it's like they're trying to make like the war look like it seems to me. And tell me if I'm wrong. Go, oh, it's a shitty song, but I don't think that's what they're mm-hmm. saying. Then tell me that, too. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're trying to make the war look like there's no cost we pay for it. Like, Ooh. everything's great. Happy days. Because we're, you know, so it's so weird. So yeah, we'll watch it. it. Let's see it. And then if it's not great, we'll end with something. We'll, we'll do it. One minute of song. We'll sing something together. We'll sing happy birthday. Well, fine. We always have something to end on. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll thank everybody. That'll be our closer. And Tim will play some really good music, and I'll say goodnight. I know how to fucking produce a show. And everyone, there we go. Wow. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Well, Eddie, thank you. Thank you, Todd. I always have a great time here. Well, thank you. I love the piano. Let me hear you over there. Wow. What a night. What a night. Tim Lillis on keyboards. We don't usually get him in here. Thank you very much. Tim Lillis on keyboards. Vincent Descala on drums and all the slide whistle and the and the, the woo and the duck whistle. The duck whistle. You got a lot of stuff going over there. Aristotle. Thank you. John Bram Wagner. Thank you. You feel good? Eddie. Thank you. There you go, Tim. Thank I'm you, Todd. You, I'm going to let you take it home. Eddie, you're great. Thanks, everybody. 30 seconds you have. I want to see what you can do in 30 seconds. 60 seconds. everybody wow i know how to produce a show rolling the mr rogers it's you i like it's not the things you wear not the way you do your hair but it's you i like the way you are right now the way down deep inside you not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you, it's you, it's you I like.
it's you I like. Stop it. A podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.